0: Hi, my name is Bill Singh from Faith Presbyterian Church. I'm here with my wife, Melissa, to talk about today's message, which is about being a worker approved by God. We hope you had a happy Valentine's Day and enjoy the message. 2 Timothy 2.15 says, Do your best to present yourself as one approved, a worker who does not need to be ashamed and who correctly handles the word of truth. During the first couple days of February this year, we got an awful lot of snow. And, of course, kids love looking outside to see how much snow is on the ground. I recall times in my childhood when I rejoiced when we got more than three inches. Now, why three inches? Because I knew if we got more than three inches, it was likely that they were going to cancel school. So we get up early in the morning, run downstairs, my parents would turn on the radio, and this is what we would hear. Allen County schools are closed. Arcadia schools closed. Blanchard Valley schools closed. Finley City and Hancock County schools open. <laughs> my heart sank so many times at the news. The reason being was because the people that plowed the roads did a good job. They cleared out the snow, they salted the roads, and it made the streets safe to travel. The plowman got to work and pushed all the snow aside so that the buses could get to school. Now, in 2 Timothy 2.15, it uses the word workman. But in the Greek, what that word actually means is plowman. Now, of course... Back in those days, they were not referring to snow plows, but rather farmers who would plow their fields. Nonetheless, the imagery is similar. The people plowing snow risked their lives performing a valuable service to the city, to the working men and women, and of course, to the children who need to get to school. Now the Apostle Paul earned his stripes as an approved worker of God. Last week, we read the words, Remember Jesus Christ, raised from the dead, descended from David. This is my gospel for which I am suffering, even to the point of being chained like a criminal. But God's word is not chained. This would be a great place to give you some context regarding what it was that Paul was experiencing back in his day as he wrote this letter. Paul was going through something similar to what we call cancel culture. Recently, some of the biggest names have come under attack by the authorities who claim that these people do not have the right to speak their thoughts on a public platform. The man we listened to, for instance, last week, Phil Robertson, as he shared his testimony, his show actually got canceled because he quoted an unpopular Bible verse. Roseanne Barr her show was canceled despite the fact that she apologized for a slip of the tongue that she had on social media. Perhaps the most ironic of all the cancellations of people was a woman named Gina Carano, an actress on the show The Mandalorian, and she was fired because of her protest of what? Of cancel culture. Now, in other countries and in other times, Defiant voices have been arrested, silenced, and even executed merely for writing articles or voicing opinions that were not popular with their governing authorities. But the way this works out is that nobody's ever truly censored for something that they specifically said. You get canceled when you are effective. The Christian movement of the first century was effective. You see, Emperor Nero found the perfect opportunity to arrest and execute Christians. He had come under heavy criticism at a particular time when these fires had started up in Rome in the slums and when people started criticizing him for his lack of action... He decided to kill two birds with one stone, to silence the criticism, but also to take care of a group that he saw as a rival, the Christians. And so he blamed the fires in Rome on Christians. Well, of course, this made the Apostle Paul an easy target, as he was very vocal about his faith and evangelizing, sharing his faith with the people in the Roman Empire. This is what led to Paul writing 2 Timothy. And one of the big things that Paul warned Timothy about is bad plowmen. You might have seen or been down a poorly plowed road, and you notice that it's it's difficult. You could easily fi- find yourself in a mound of snow, in a ditch, or in an accident with another vehicle. I remember times when the plowmen would bury one of our vehicles in snow or they would end up blocking in our driveway with the runoff snow from their plows. In 2 Timothy two sixteen through 18 Paul warns Timothy about sloppy work. He wrote, Avoid godless chatter because those who indulge in it will become more and more ungodly. Their teaching will spread like gangrene. Among them are Hymenaeus and Philetus who have departed from the truth They say that the resurrection has already taken place and they destroy the faith of some. The godless chatter that Paul is referring to is false teaching. This happens when people carelessly spread false ideas about God that are not measured against scripture. He even names two people, Hymenaeus and Philetus, who are saying that the resurrection had already taken place. They were saying that the resurrection of the dead would not be physical, but purely spiritual. In fact, they asserted that it had already occurred. According to Paul, their discussions about their false belief destroyed the faith of other people. This is what Paul refers to as godless chatter. And it still goes on today. Christians are trading scriptural authority for pop culture or popular ideas about God. Focus on the Family points this out, for instance, that our culture has been replacing the concept of God with the universe, and they cite several movie titles to back themselves up. For instance, you might recognize this concept inside of Star Wars, The Lion King, Avatar, And even the Avengers Infinity War, they oftentimes refer to the universe's divine nature. People buy into lies like this, and these days are called intellectuals for doing so. What Paul noticed is that false teachers did not face the sort of opposition that he and the church had to put up with. Hymenaeus and Philetus departed from the church in favor of a safer and more comfortable lifestyle. By embracing a lie instead of the truth, they are rejecting Jesus Christ and embracing the wicked deceptions of the world. To those who embrace the truth, they were granted eternal life. What is it to gain the whole world's approval but to forfeit your soul? We want to be workmen and women who have been approved by God, not worrying about the world's opinions of us. Jesus once said, Whoever loses their life for my sake will find it. I'd like to thank you for joining me for today's message. Again, my name is Bill Sang with Faith Presbyterian Church. We would love to see you on Sunday morning at 1030. Please don't forget to like, share, and subscribe.